Welcome to Let's Clear the Air, a podcast sponsored by the Allergy, Asthma, and Sinus Center, dedicated to educating listeners about allergies, asthma, and immunology. Good afternoon. Thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. Today, I'm with our Dr. Karthik Krishnan. We have heard from Dr. Krishnan on the show a couple times now, but we're so excited that you're back and joining us. Thank you so much. We have just been kind of talking about the heat, but also we're in August now, so we're in the dog days of summer. Yes. We're kind of getting before, or we're getting ahead of um, the spring allergies, moving into the fall allergies, but we're dealing with a lot of um, asthmatics and lots of people out there that are running and staying active in the heat. So we want to talk today about what they should do to stay safe, but also how they need to manage their asthma. Yes, yes. All right. Well, thank you for having me, Kaylee. Um, Okay, so a couple things here. So if you have asthma, we want you to stay active and keep doing all your regular activities that you normally do. We don't want any restrictions. But we do have to be cautious with the heat. Um, And the first place to start is just common sense. So um, we don't want you running or doing any kind of strenuous activity in the middle of the day, like two o'clock or three o'clock out in the afternoon outside. So just be smart and try to play and do your outdoor activities, maybe first thing in the morning if you can, and then later in the evenings when it's a little bit cooler. So that's a good place to start. Great. And then the second most important thing is hydration. Drink, 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 drink as much water as you can throughout the day. Because when you hydrate, that keeps the airways well um, hydrated and keeps them in optimal condition to help um, keep you out of trouble. And then a couple other basic simple things that we want to stress is if you are taking preventative medicines for your asthma that your allergist or your regular doctor prescribed, make sure you take those um, as instructed and be compliant with those. Um, if you have a rescue inhaler, make sure it's, it's current and you know how to use it. So those are some simple things you can do. And one of the big things that we we try to educate on, but we don't do it all the time, but um, we should, is is a breathing technique. So one thing we want to do, especially with like these high-end athletes do it, but anybody can do this, is we really want to learn how to breathe through your nose. So the nose is a very underrated organ. It's very important because what it does, it takes humid air and it takes some of the moisture out of the air it takes very hot air and cools it down so it delivers the perfect air conditions into your airways so it can help you breathe a lot easier so when a lot of high end athletes elite athletes when they're training they're training a lot of their training is focused on breathing exclusively through their nose and so they breathe in through their nose and they can breathe out through their nose and their mouth as well but the main focus is breathing in through the nose. So anybody can practice doing that. And when you do that, you get a much better quality of air into your lower airways and it makes it a lot easier for the um, for you to breathe um, and there's much better oxygen and blood exchange to help you breathe. So that's another simple tip that I um, would always recommend with somebody with asthmatics, um, especially this time of year, is see if you can kind of concentrate and focus on breathing in through your nose. Would you say that the humidity helps? So the humidity is actually, it can be harmful because the humid air is so heavy 
um, and the lower airways don't like that heavy air. Um, they they want they want some humidity, but not a lot. It's kind of like um, walking through mud, kind of with that. Like think of humidity as mud. It's a lot harder to walk through like muddy conditions, and so it's kind of the same condition with the air um, quality. Is the if it's really humid, it's it's a little bit harder for the, to breathe. Great. So should these athletes and people that are staying active during these hot summer days, should they always check the air quality before? Um, it's, it, it doesn't hurt to check the air quality. Um, we, humidity is one of the um, factors and also pollution like we had the wildfires from Canada a couple weeks or a couple months ago and that caused a lot of problems. So if you know there's going to be um, some poor air quality days, be aware of that and kind of um, make sure you organize your activities accordingly based on that. Okay. Tell us about the breathing treatment. You kind of touched on it um, earlier in the show. If you don't mind just to kind of talk about what they should do whenever um, they need to have a breathing treatment. Yeah. So we have very good medicines to help control your asthma. And there's two types of medicines. There's preventative everyday medicines. And so these are medicines um, that you take on a daily basis to control your symptoms, to keep you out of trouble. And so if you have frequent symptoms or persistent symptoms, then your doctor will likely recommend that you take a preventative or everyday inhaler. If you have mild symptoms or they're just intermittent here and there, then we can easily get away with just something as needed. And a common medicine we use for that is called albuterol, and that gives you some quick relief. We call it a rescue inhaler. And so that's something you can use and you can do a couple, um, you can do two puffs every four hours as needed, and that'll help give you some, um, give you some relief so you can breathe easier. Okay. Should everyone have an asthma action plan? If you have a diagnosis of asthma, um, yes, it is a good idea to have an action plan. Um, but most importantly, especially like with my patients, I educate them on what medicines they're using, how to use them, the proper technique, when to use them. And then if they do get into trouble, um, what are the next steps? The action plan's a good, another good resource to have that's written, but if, as long as you're explaining um, what asthma is and how, what, what their triggers are, and you're educating them on how and when to use the medications, that, that works just as well. And you mentioned pollution being a factor. Is that, I guess it's seen more in the city, urban areas, yeah, so it, um, I mean, pollution's everywhere. Urban areas, it's more industry, um, and then like, and then, but also even like in suburbs, uh, the school buses. There's a lot of diesel exhaust, and that's a big pollutant um, exposure that we don't commonly think of. But so there's pollution everywhere. It's just depending on where your location. It's a different type of pollution. Okay, great. Is there anything else you want to add about somebody that comes to you in the office asking, what should I do whenever it's just too hot to go outside and run? Yeah, yeah. If, if it's really uncomfortable and, and it's almost even dangerous, then definitely um, avoid um, exercising outdoors and just um, go to a gym and you can walk on a treadmill or run on a treadmill. Just do your um, strenuous activity indoors. Great. 
Well, thank you so much, Dr. Krishnan, for joining us today. And I think this is going to help so many people out there, especially struggling with the heat. Hopefully we'll get a little bit of relief soon. (laughs) Thank you all so much. Yes. And thank you so much for tuning in for another episode of Let's Clear the Air. Again, I'm your host, Kaylee Francis, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Clear the Air. Please consider following this podcast. And remember, if you want helpful and accurate information about allergies and asthma, our allergy experts are here to clear the air.